we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're coming before we get lost. Let me your thoughts. Can't get what we do without knowing. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Okay, once again, all praises to Yahweh by Shema Mashiach Yahushai. Shabbat shalom, Israel. Alright, out here at HOI to the chariots fly. About to bring out the word. Another quick camp session. Alright, uh, one man, two man, three man, uh, whatever you want to call it. But um, another quick late night camp session. Um, or three men. You can't make this up. So uh, we're going to bring it out, man. There's a lot going on on this post uh, so-called Christmas rebuke of uh, 2023 going into so-called 2024 all right and we're going to show you according to the scriptures man the most high he's going to bring nothing but judgment upon this society man all right nothing but judgment is going to come upon this society thus saith the lord thus saith the holy bible and you black latino native american and similar indian you got to get yourselves together man give me a uh, first peter chapter 4 and 11. right you see what happened down in florida man i think it was lago florida uh, near Tampa somewhere, right? And the 14-year-old killed his sister over an argument about Christmas presents, man. To be telling you to leave these folly days alone, man. You get in an argument, not even over the actual present itself. Like, yo, that's my video game, or that's my cell phone. You get in an argument over the presents and kill each other, man. This is a savage society that we live in, man. Read what you got, okay? First Peter's born 11. This is First Peter's. Chapter 4, verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. So like uh, 417, my bad. Alright, first Peter's 417. Read. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Go ahead. For the time is come. The Lord said the time is come. Go ahead. That judgment must begin at the house of God. It said time has come that judgment must begin at the house of your house. Right, come on. And if it if it first at us. If it first begin at us, go ahead. What shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? The Lord said, what's going to be the end of those that obey not the gospel of Christ? If the Lord said he going, he going to deal with those that supposed to know better first, it's going to start with those that know the commandments and know better. What's going to be the end of those that obey not the gospel? What's going to happen? You're going to get shot and killed by your 14-year-old brother <laughs> over damn Christmas presents, man. Right. That's the time we're living in. The Lord said, listen, I'm taking your holiday season out with judgment, man. So the Lord said, what? Read it again for the time. First Peter 4 and 17. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time is come. The time is come and the time is nigh. Right? Go ahead. That judgment. That judgment, go ahead. Must begin at the house of God. The judgment must begin at the house of the most high power. Your house. Right? Go ahead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, but read that, brother. This is Luke 
chapter 19, verse 14. Good. But his citizens hated him. What did the Lord say? But his citizens hated him. It said his citizens hated him. Meaning a lot of Yahawisha, a lot of the Mosai's own people hate him. They hate his word. They hate the commandments. They hate us for teaching. Right, go ahead. And sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. So you don't want the spirit. Yahawishah is not here right now. But his spirit is here by way of his teachers and servants and prophets. Whatever you want to label the men of the Lord. The Lord said what? His citizens hated him and would not have this man to reign over them. So now you don't want the spirit of Christ to reign over you. Right. Because Yahawishah is not here on the earth. But his spirit is here through, his, through the teachers and the disciples and the prophets and the uh, men of the Lord. So you don't want Christ's spirit to rule over you. Read on. Verse 15. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom. Uh, jump down to the 27th verse. Read that. Huh. Luke 19, verse 22. 27. And, uh, <laughs> But those my enemies, so Yahushua said, those my enemies, good, which would not that I should reign over them. This would not that I should reign over them. Now, what are you, what is that going to also during this so-called Christmas pagan holiday season? What is it today, the 29th? God. Right, going into the, uh, the so-called New Year. Right, you, you lie and say this is the birthday of Christ. Right. So that's another form of not let, wanting Christ to reign over you. You want to follow another date, which the scriptures never say to uh, celebrate the birthday of Yahushua. It just said he was born around the Passover. Right. So when we celebrate the Passover, we do celebrate his birth as well as his death for the nation of Israel. But you don't want Yahushua to reign over you. You know why? Because you follow traditions of men. Right? It tell you that in Mark 7, you follow the traditions of men. You don't want to follow Hamashiach Yahushua. That's how you don't want him to reign over you. Right, come on. Bring them hither. Bring hither, good. And slay them before me. The Lord said, bring them hither and slay them before me. Thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Holy Bible. She think I'm Mike Allah. Mike right, right. was out here earlier. <laughs> and he probably had on a red hoodie with his menorah chain. Yeah. So we both light skin, so she yeah. think, well, he a little darker than me, but right. all niggas yeah. look the same to them. All niggas, look, I, she think I'm Mike Allah. We got two ships out here, goddammit. Right, right Rio. Verse 28. Good. And when he had. Uh, us give, drop that. Give me Nahum 1 and 2. Nahum chapter 1, verse 2. So that's why you see judgment, man. You see you Edomites jumping off of damn buildings downtown. Right. That CEO from uh, Douglas Illman. And Douglas Illman, that's a top real estate company. Oh. A lot of you top executives, when you come, you still jumping out of, diving out of these damn tower buildings in Midtown Manhattan. The CEO of Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, the CEO he, of Bed Bath & Beyond. He jumped off a, a building, year. yeah. And other random Edomites, man. A lot of times when I come back uh, to New York, or even sometimes when I'm on the West Coast, I still will grab a New York Post or a Daily News and you'll read about these random Edomites jumping off these buildings, man. Right. Every couple of weeks or so. Geronimo! <laughs> uh -huh. I work on 45th Street. They had an Edomite jump off the um, the Hyatt Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Right. They had one of them over here where when he's bit, the Edomite jumped off and he didn't land all the way on the ground. He, he hit like one of these oh. ledges. The landing, yeah. The, la <laughs> the man body 
Better yeah. hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah. And then Valstar did hit the ground. Yeah. And you know when he hit that, he probably broke all up yeah. and then hit the ground and broke all up some more. Yeah. Yeah, man, we read about it. He diving off these buildings, man. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I can say. The elders used to always talk about that back in One West. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, the day gonna come when you just gonna be seeing these Edomites leap off these buildings. Right. I remember the elders talking about that, man, when I was first really, you know, aggressively listening to the truth right before I came into the school. They used to prophesy that. Yeah, you gonna see these, these crackers, they gonna be leaping off all these buildings. Right, you gonna see? Yeah, man, see that? So the most I used the spirit of our elders to prophesy this stuff. And you know what, a lot of times, Esau, man, his kingdom is falling. It's the holiday season. He all depressed and things. His kingdom not going right. His life not going right. His gay lover left him. Right. He just all discombobulated. Oh! Right? A, a, a nigga's doing better than him. <laughs> so he's leaping up a damn building. It's the end of your reign, Esau. Read on. This is the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 2. Good. God is jealous. See, the Lord is jealous, man. Well, how you gonna make this abomination of this so-called Friday day season and talk about this is the birth of his son? All right, let's put the Christ back in, in Christmas when it was never no Christ in Christmas. Right. Let's celebrate the wrong New Year, January 1st, during the Janus season, man. Right. The ancient demonic, they show you that in, uh, what's that, uh, that movie, the uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Right. Remember they had the thing called the Necromongers. Right. And the Necromongers had, it was like a two-faced it was like two faces on the side. Yeah, that's Janus, man. They show you that in that movie's Chronicles of Riddick, man. Right. The two god, the uh, a goddess looking in two directions, representing duality, which represents Satan. Right. Right, yin and yang, uh, 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 all that uh, type of energy, which is demonic, illuministic energy. Right. right. And going back to that ancient Greek and Greco-Roman god and goddesses worship. That's all you worshiping during this time of the year when you worship the fake Janus. January 1st, New Year. Right. right that necromonger two-faced the Janus spirit. Read, right. King. <laughs> God, that, that duality, like uh, Grand Army Plaza, when they got the uh, they got the image of Satan. He's right. got a man body, but he got titties. Right. Right, representing a duality. That's that trans spirit. Right. Is that trans spirit? I'm a man but a woman at the same time. Right. But I was like, I was looking at a, an episode of Fatal Attraction, and a Jake fell in love with his tranny friend. And they moved in together. Regular looking Jake. Jake plays sports. Look like he can get any woman. Right. This nigga want a tranny. And the most I saw somebody invade, uh, break into their home and body him and the tranny. Wow. Body the tranny for trying to be a woman and body you, you homo nigga, for being with him. Right. Yeah, man. Just judgment. judgment. I watch TV for judgment. Oh. I watch TV to pick up the subliminal messages and the judgments of the most high. Right. Here, what you got, King? The book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 2. Good. God is jealous. So the Most High is jealous. Come on. And the Lord prevents Because there's a heavy spirit of idolatry going on right now. That's why the Lord put the spirit. A lot of you might look at that as a tragedy, but the Lord put the spirit on a 14-year-old brother, the murder sister, because the Lord is like, y'all all wrong arguing over some damn Christmas presents. Right. Making this, making this a, a, a idolatrous time of the year. You idolize the Christmas gifts. God. So the Lord sent a deaf angel and a spirit of death and make you kill each other over an argument over Christmas presents. Right. Free, okay? <laughs> the Lord revenging in his fury. What did the Lord say? The Lord revenge. The Lord revenge of God in his fury. And it's furious. Like we said, you might look at that as a terrible thing, but the Lord said, nope, judgment. 
Hell, the Lord flooded out New York City the other day. Right. With all the rain, man. Right, why? Because the Lord jacking up your holiday season also. Right, come on. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversary. The Lord said he would take vengeance on his adversary. He's good. And he reserveth wrath for his enemy. So the Lord said, listen, I'm going to wait till your top high season of the year, and I'm going to bring vengeance and wrath upon you. Come Read on. The Lord is slow to anger. He's slow to anger. Go ahead. And great in power. And he's great in power. Go ahead. And will not at all acquit the wicked. And the Lord said he will not at all acquit the wicked. Let's see what happened. What happened the other day in your Grand Central Terminal? Madman. Right? Jake lost his mind and said he wanted to kill white people. Or did he find his mind? Which one, Ham? Did he lose his mind or find it? I think he found it. I think he found it. Right? The man said, I want to kill white people and just start stabbing up. They stabbed two young girls. Give me uh, Cyrac. Give me uh, Cyrac 3928. He stabbed up two young girls, right? Uh, that was from Paraguay. Now, I don't know if they was Israel or Spaniards. A lot of countries like that got a lot of Spaniards, man. They could be Northern Kingdom, you know what I'm saying, Asher or Nephtali or whatever the case may be, but a lot of them could be Spaniards too, right? And the man said, I want to kill white people. And the crazy thing about it, in an article it said, Jake, Jake came in a restaurant and said, listen, I want to sit down, right? They like, well, you ain't getting nothing to eat. You ain't, you ain't getting nothing to eat, so you can't sit down. So he was like, well, why don't you, he pointed to them and was like, well, why don't white people can sit down? They ain't got nothing to eat. And the man just spazzed out. But see, these are, uh, let's let the scripture speak. Sirach 39, 28, it's like, This is Sirach, chapter 39, verse 28. There be spirits that are created for vengeance. See that spirits, this is a spirit that's created for vengeance. Right. Now the brother, now what happened is, the brother, they claim he's got mental issues. Right. He got mental issues, but guess what? Hold on, give me Deuteronomy uh, 28 and 28. Let's see what the law said. A lot of our people, yes, we do suffer with mental issues, but he had enough sense to go after the damn enemy. Right. See, that's the, that, that lets you know, is the Lord, the Lord using him as a spirit of vengeance. So a lot of these jakes out here, and a lot of them got mental problems because this system done messed them up. Right. This system, so now, they just out here roaming around, but when that time of judgment comes, the Lord's going, the Lord gonna go like that. The Lord right. gonna snap his finger, and that spirit gonna come with them. At least they gonna have enough sense to say, kill whitey. Right, that's all the most high. The most, all the most high, they going, the Lord gonna put enough sense in them to know who the enemy is and kill them. Right, read what you got, King. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 28. The Lord shall smite thee with madness. You know, what they got these terms, bipolar, schizophrenia. Right. What's some of the other ones? Manic, depressive, uh, 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 PTSD. Right. All these different terms. You know, he's still got a medical term. You know, hell, like we said in the hood, the nigga just crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That nigga ain't rap too tight. Nigga ain't rap too tight. All these terms. But what did the Lord say? Deuteronomy 28, 28. The Lord shall smite thee with madness. Now, part of the curses is illnesses. We have physical illnesses and we have mental illnesses. That's part of the curses on us in this society. Right, come on. And blindness. And what? And astonishment of heart. The Lord said blindness and astonishment of heart. The kings and the uh, uh, princes of the earth at one time are now running around like madmen. Right, come on. Thou shalt grope at noonday. The Lord said we shall grope at noonday, God. 
as the blind groping in dark, we would be searching. We might, a lot of them jakes are out here. They just out here roaming around. They're mentally searching, they're spiritually searching. They're, they're damn digging in the garbage can, searching for food. They're just groping, man. Just out here lost, mentally oh, messed up. Shit. Right, go ahead. And thou shalt not <laughs> prosper in thy ways. What do I say? Hey, hey. Yo, yo, yo. Get out of here. Fuck out of here, man. Spirit, spirit. Right? You got that sodomite energy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Fucked up. You can't make this can't up. Can't make this up. We're the hoes, man. Yeah, they just, yeah, they yeah, just come up. You can't they just make run this up, up, man. You no. cannot make this up. We're hoes, man. Yeah. We just, as we're reading it, right, God? About to get tripped, slipped, and bust his lip. Right, God? And thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. We will not prosper in our ways, God. And thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled and evermore. The Lord said, we would only be oppressed and spoiled evermore, God. And no man shall save us. And no man will save us out of this condition. A lot of times these jakes out here, you look at them and there's nothing you can do for them. Right. But see, I don't want to stomp the shit out of him and go to jail tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because he tempted the spirit. Right. Homo ass nigga, man. Right. But I stomp the shit out of his ass and go to jail. Right. right go ahead. <laughs> and, thou, and thou shalt patrol the wife. That, that's it on that. Read it again from the top. You can't make this up as we're reading about it. Yeah, it the, does. And the, the headline literally says madman. Madman. Right, read. Deuteronomy 28, 28. Read. 28, verse 28. Good. The Lord shall smite thee with madness. With what? With madness. With madness, go ahead. And blindness. And blindness, go ahead. And astonishment of heart. And what? And astonishment of heart. And astonishment of heart, man. You can't make this up, man. God. The Lord will smite thee with madness. You better take his ass on, man. <laughs> Just being a demon, man. What? What? Jake is bugged out. Right. Case in point. Bugged out. Now, now we do something like, yo, don't violate like that. Now we the bad guy. Right. Now we con you. You supposed to be men of God. You not spiritual. Da 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 da. Come on, man. Right, go ahead. And thou shalt grope at noonday. And and blind and the blind. Read it from the top. So like take it from the top again. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 28. Good. The Lord shall smite thee with madness. Madness. Come on. And right. blindness. And blindness. Good. And astonishment of heart. Yeah, you smite us with black uh, madness. Can you read right here? Can you see that? I know it's kind of small, but read that. That's the uh, New York Post from yesterday. I saved it. Right. All right, read that. Uh, Steve Hutchinson, 36, right at his uh, arraignment Tuesday night who has been arrested twice for threatening people with a knife, yet still free on the streets, allegedly stabbed a 14 and a 16-year-old visiting from South America. See that? Uh, that's Ezekiel, um, slay utterly old and young. Right. That's Ezekiel, man, right? Go ahead. Uh, stabbing a 14 and a 16-year-old visiting from South America while yelling racial slurs. By doing what? By yelling racial slurs. That, that spirit, give me on site by 3928 now. See, that spirit came in him enough that damn fight for the kills right. of white people. Right, you know what I'm saying? Whether they were Northern kin, they probably were Spaniards. Right. Probably most likely if they, they they come from the South America to travel for Christmas, right, they, right. they're the ones that got money, and right, then they're the right, ones right, that, right, uh, right. They must the like some, some damn Spaniards, the, man. You know what I'm saying? In South America, the, the, 
the Israel can't even afford to to leave the to leave their country. Bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? They can't afford or a vacation they, like that. They yeah. can't afford some damn groceries for the week. God, not God. to mock them, but a yeah. lot of them, yeah. A lot of them, I used to work with some of them, man. They was right. like, it's so poor in our country. Right. You know what I'm saying? So read, King. Right. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 39, verse 28. Right, so the man trying to stab people by yelling racial slurs. Right. So a lot of these jakes out here, when it, when it's going and popping, the Lord going to snap them out. Right. He's going to snap them out of that mental illness, and they're going to be deaf angels out here, man. Right. They're going to have enough wherewithal to know, kill these crackers. Right. right. The Lord going to give them at least enough, that that much sense. Read. Right. There be spirits that are created for vengeance. Go ahead. Which in their fury lay on sore stroke. Go ahead. In the time of destruction, they power out their force. They pour, they pour out their force, good, and appease the wrath of him that made me. Meaning what? They do the will of the Most High. In the time that the Lord sent forth these deaf angels and these angels of judgment, they pour out their force, man. And that's exactly what this do. Read, uh, if you can, the first, just the first paragraph, like, oh, no, maybe here. Read that. By Max River, Joe Marino, and Tina Moore, and George Fitz. Gibson, a troubled, arrogant, randomly stabbed two teenage girls. So you know they got all kinds of derogatory names for Jake. Right. A troubled vagrant. Right. You know, saying all kinds of bywords and proverbs, right? If it, if it was Esau, it would have been a, a mentally challenged man. Right. But 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 Jake is a vagrant, right? right. Enjoying a Christmas morning meal with their parents at the Grand Central Terminal. And like you said, they got the money to travel for Christmas. Right. That probably Spaniards, man. Yeah, come Free King. After ranting that he wanted all white people dead. He wanted what? <laughs> that he wanted all white people dead. You can't make this up. Right. <laughs> man, it's Jake bugged had out. Enough, man. He's bugged out, but he's not that bugged out. Right. I remember when, um, um, when the brother got choked out on the subway right. by Daniel Penny, right. the brother got choked out and we went down and we did a pull up down by the train station where it happened at. Right. And we was we was rebuking the Edomites and this homeless Jake, homeless or whatever looked like, but the man was brawling. Right. He looked homeless and bugged, but he was brawling. Right. And we teach it and the Edomite says something and he's like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking double, why fucking rip your head off? <laughs> Yo, he said, you fucking crackers, get the fuck away. The man and the man came out of no man there damn near scared us. Right. Because he was a big Jake. Yeah, yeah. And the man just cursed the hell out of the Edomite. The Edomite just like asked a question or said something. Right. right. Like, what are you guys protesting or something like that? And the man just spies. I said, right. see, there's spirits out here, man. Right. And when that time comes, the most I'm going to turn it on. this phase just trying to holler at y'all see what's going on had a lot on my mind reminiscing trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind trying to figure out some puzzles i'm not here to start nothing i ain't trying to start nothing just got some things that i want to get done some things that i want to get solved some things i want to enlighten myself with so maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts Hope so. Very intellectual. So, 
If you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room, just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day, and thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. You do know the phrases, you reap what 
you sow. Not you reap what they sow. When If you're a kind of person that, oh, I return energy. You're reciprocating what you're giving. You're going tit for tat. You are not harming them at all. What you are doing, though, is setting yourself up to receive those very things back, right? So you are setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up to receive negativity. You're setting yourself up to receive anger, to receive disrespect, to, to receive betrayal. Um, you're giving that to yourself. You love yourself more than that, right? I, I know you do. I love you more than that. Don't do that, okay? You have a choice in how you respond to people and situations that are presented to you. You have that choice. Make the choice that's going to benefit you, not not commit self-harm to yourself you reap what you sow so make sure you are setting yourself up to reap positivity um respect um seeing your dreams come to fruition um those things things that that are going to bring your life joy and elevate your life make sure that that's what you're setting yourself up to reap all right love you mean it have a fabulous saturday if you're in texas I don't wish bad upon anyone, but you reap what you sow. You don't get to treat people like shit and live a happy life. That's just not how the universe works. I'm going to go ahead and say it because I know you whole scary, but Erica Amina is getting what God is sending her as and what he has been waiting on her to receive, which is her reaping. Because the way you did post sin and Rich and all them, even though Rich was a shithead, but he was fucked up about you, okay? And you were dogging him and kissing other people and fucking with other people and kissing Bow Wow and he and marrying him. And then just how you was just... Uh, just doing sin, knowing how she was in love and you started cheating on her with Rachel. We just kissed. It was only a kiss. I remember that, Erica. That's the Erica I remember. And that's the Erica that God is making sure is reaping. Is reaping. I'm sorry. You can't be the new you until you reap the old you. You still got old you consequences that God is making sure that he deal with before you're able to move on in life and be happy. And you got to reap. You got to go through your season the same way sin and rich and everybody else. You fucked up emotionally and mentally. He got to make sure you catch yours like you made sure they caught theirs. That's all it is. You reaping, baby. Them $4,000 not going to kill you. Maybe if you slack up with them kids' clothes and stop putting them in all that designer and let these kids be kids and let these babies be babies, I swear to God, you wouldn't even need $4,000 to raise two kids. You wouldn't. Kids are not that expensive. Y'all make kids expensive because you want a life you got to keep up. And if you know you can't keep up that life, then you might want to crack that shit down to go to Walmart and get you some Walmart clothes. But his 4000 a month, which is two beds, a child, plus yours, that they more than good. They're more than good. They're more than good. All that crying, y'all. Oh, child, please. Child, please. I'm working a warehouse job, getting paid almost $20 an hour and still making ends meet by myself. I don't even get child support. And I'm doing very goddamn well with my child. He doesn't need for nothing. I'm pretty sure with the income that you have, which is a bracket that I'm not in, <laughs> you're trying to absolutely be good with them four bands. And if you don't want them, 
Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh shall from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit shall from the Spirit reap eternal life. When someone betrays you and you want to get revenge and make them regret what they did, the best thing you could actually do is just move on with your life. Like, learn to let life handle and deal with people accordingly. Like, when somebody just treats you like you have just meant nothing to them and just really just does you foul, there's a consequence of price that they have to pay for their actions. And you may not see it, you may not know when it happens, but trust and believe that people reap what they sow. Listen to me. I don't care how sneaky you think you are or how long you got away with it or how manipulative you are. God will not let you play around and backstab solid people. You reap what you sow. And the reaping hits hard and those losses be bigger than the stuff you thought you got away with. You reap what you sow. Don't break a bird's wings and then tell it to fly. Don't break a heart and then tell it to love. Don't break a soul and then tell it to be happy. Don't see the worst in a person and expect them to see the best in you. Don't judge people and expect them to stand by your side. Don't play with fire and expect to stay perfectly safe. Life is about giving and taking. You cannot expect to give bad and receive good. You cannot expect to give good and receive bad. You cannot expect to give hate and receive love. So, if you're willing to see positive change in your life, you must be willing to be that change itself. Remember what you give you also get in return. When you realize the enormous power and the act of giving, the blessings will begin to open up and overwhelm you. Don't try to keep everything for yourself. You only block your blessings when you do. When sadness surrounds you, take a pause to think. Life is an echo. What you give is what you get. Follow me to see more. Some people are not going through a storm. They are simply reaping the seeds that they sowed and harvest season is here to collect. So you reap what you sow. It says in Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Now this verse is telling us that we reap what we sow. If we're trying to live a godly life, trying our best to seek God, grow closer to God, fighting temptations and getting back up when we fail, we will reap a bountiful harvest. We will have bountiful fruit. But on the other hand, if one person is living in their sin, not doing anything in their lives, straying farther and farther away from God, we will not reap a bountiful harvest. Our harvest will be small. It also says in 2 Corinthians 9, 6-9, Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. 
then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will, will be remembered forever. Let's talk about karma. Or many of you may say, you reap what you sow. If you think about it, both of it means the same thing. I just want to give an example because out of all the experiences and, and lessons and trials that I've been through with people, it's real, okay? Now, imagine, I'm just going to give y'all an example. Imagine somebody comes up and try to pick on you or, you know, just want to make you feel some type of way or, or want to trigger you, but you already healed. Imagine already being healed. Now, this person come up to you and they say, wada, wada, whoop, whoop. Their intentions alone is what's going to mess them up. Their intentions are to make you mad, angry, react in a way that you don't normally react. See, when you got the Holy Spirit, you already see what they trying to do. And the fact that you didn't feed that energy instead of letting it grab a hold to you and pulling you down and making you feel some type of way you immediately block it it's like saying no like you you ain't got no 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 rights to even enter my house at that moment it's gonna go right back to the person that sent that energy that intention that thought that feeling whatever y'all want to call it it's gonna go right back to that person and they're gonna have to take take that up with their own demon you get what i'm saying they're gonna have to fight their own demon that they try to throw on you y'all all magic ain't pots potions and feathers chicken foots it's all right here at the end of the day hear me i don't care how sneaky you are or how long you got away with it or how manipulating you are god is not going to allow you to backstab solid people that have been nothing but good to you the Bible says that you will reap what you sow. And the interesting thing is the reaping, it hits harder than the stuff that you thought you got away with. When laying the bed you make, you're not going to get away with nothing in terms of the energy. You know what I mean? You might beat the, the camera or the police. They might not catch you for what you're doing, but the energy is always going to return to you. So when you when you just living in this in this cycle of being negative all day and just putting out negativity and, and that's the only energy you putting out, it's gonna return to you in different form than you put it out in. So I would just say, you know, master your energy. Do your best to master your energy and your and what you put out. I think some of you don't understand how this whole reaping what you sow thing works. You know, everyone thinks and everyone knows and everyone kind of refers to it as karma and they know that it eventually will come, but they don't understand, I don't think, how this really works and how reaping what you sow really works is things that you do to people will come back to you. Now, here's where people make the mistake oftentimes because they expect it to come back when they expect it to come back or how they expect it to come back. It doesn't work that way. It comes back sometimes 20, 30 years later. Sometimes it skips you entirely and goes straight to your kids. But it always comes at a time that is very inconvenient for you. So there may be something you may strongly desire, but because of some things you did in your past to someone else, now it's gonna show up. 
now it's going to affect you and it's going to happen. And you may have long since forgotten it. Most people do by the time it comes back. You may have long since forgotten anything you've done. You may legitimately be living your life thinking to yourself, why am I going through this? Why am I suffering this problem? Why am I suffering these issues? Why is life so hard right now? Why is this problem, you know, because it could be something you may have done years ago to someone else. I'll give you an example. My father was not very kind to women and in turn, his favorite daughter ended up being really abused by men and still continues to to this day. And it's very hard for him to really kind of make the connection that how he treated women was ultimately how basically men treated his daughter. A lot of guys kind of get that. Another instance, um, people, you know, women, if you're out here doing guys dirty, well, by the time you get older, don't be surprised if basically you can't seem to find a good relationship. Or if you're dogging men out and you're being like this nasty person to these men, well, don't be surprised if all you get in your life is a dog, is a man that'll treat you wrong, that'll treat you bad. You know what I mean? And people don't understand. I don't think they get it that it happens. But I think people get it in their head that, oh, it's going to happen in this time frame and like so. No, that's not how this works. We have no control over when or how we reap what we sow, you can just best believe you're going to get it. Answer AIDS, all of it's, the uh, men for the, could dream up. Yeah, it's for the purpose of sterilization and, and population control. There's too many people on the planet we need to get rid of, in the words of Bill Gates, at least 3 billion people need to die. So we'll just start off in Africa, we'll start doing our research there, and we'll eliminate, eliminate most, most of the Africans because they're deplorable, they're worthless. They're not part of this world economy. So they have their rights taken away and they're suppressed and they're experimented. And the multilateral agencies and the health and regulatory so-called authorities and agencies appear in the main to have become weaponized and appear, I again use the word appear advisedly, uh, we're not casting judgments here. We're taking depositions, listening to expert testimony. What goes up comes back down. What goes around comes back around again. What you weep, you will sow. And what's done in the dark will come to light. Karma. Hello, my dear. The divine law, I mean the word of God, so that whatever a man sow, that you shall also read. Some people think that after doing certain things, they can go go on with their life exempted from the divine law. It is a life. It doesn't catch up with you now. It's gonna catch up to you later. The word of God cannot be broken. What a man sow, that he will reap. And when you are start, when you start reaping what you have sown, don't look at someone and blame someone and begin to look for somebody to say, oh, he's a witch or she's a witch. Remember what you have done. We are quick to forget our our actions only to blame someone else. The law says whatever a man sows, he will reap, and it cannot be broken, for it is the word of God. So be wise in your dealings with others. My words for the day is you reap what you sow. Don't be surprised when life starts serving you the same poison you tried to provide others. I'm going to put it like this. You can't fuck people over your whole life. What goes around comes around, no matter who you are, because you reap what you sow. 
listen up. I just wanted to share this this morning. You know, a lot of times you find people so quick to come out of their mouth and say, oh, somebody put roots on me. I feel somebody is, is did something to me or this, this, this keep going on. No, it's called karma. You ever thought that maybe those things that that's coming up against you are things that you did to somebody else? Maybe that pain that you were experiencing is pain that you're giving to somebody else. Because remember, every seed that you plant will grow. You will reap what you sow. That's what we call it. They know, I don't believe that it's anything that somebody did to you. It's things that you planted that family has grown. So be careful how you treat people because you never know when you're going to need them or you never know when it's going to come back. So a lot of times it's best to don't even retaliate. It's so good not even do anything. When your greatest gift you can do for anybody that did you wrong is sit back and watch. Pray for them too. But sit back and watch because what goes around comes around and every time everything has its own season. Some of your best time in your life is doing nothing. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know you want to retaliate. I know you want to do something out of the blue to try to fix it. But my word to you today is don't even try to fix it. Just keep focusing on you, doing the things that's best for you and let come and they reap what they sow because guess what you never know the bridge the bridge that you're gonna have to come back through and don't never say that you don't need nobody guess what because they always away but to return back to you where you would need somebody because we live in this world not not alone but we're gonna need somebody so if you find yourself in a situation where it seems like everything in your world is falling down, sit back and start analyzing some things in your life that maybe you planted, some people that you did wrong, and, and ask yourself to for, forgive yourself. And if you can, go back and ask those people to forgive you too. Because guess what? In order for you to get the things that you're really needing, you got to get rid of some of those things that you don't really need. And it's hopping, hopping around and hurting people. Because guess what? Hurt people hurt people. But guess what? Every seed will grow. I want to talk to you about reaping what you sow. Hi, I'm Lori. So I haven't done one of these since my previous page, Lori Livingston 11. But someone had given me permission to share this story. So I'm sharing it with you. A man that I know found himself with an absolutely beautiful wife. She had a son of her own and he took the son on as his own. He married her and gave her an absolutely wonderful life, a beautiful home and a very well-to-do area. She had basically what she needed. He was constantly providing, protecting and professing his love for her. Life would also bring a strange turn of events. At a very young age, he would actually have to have a heart transplant. This was very strange because he was young and seemingly healthy. Now he survived the heart transplant itself, which was amazing. But post-op, he was struggling for, to fight for his life because other circumstances started to arise. And in this course, in the course of this, you would think that his wife would have been there for him, but she was actually nowhere to be found. It was bizarre. She had actually begun to resent him and this heart problem situation that he was going through, this fight for his life, instead of understanding, she was actually very resentful to him because he could not live and do the things that he was doing in his life and for her before. It made no sense. She started taking trips outside of the hometown area where they were and started going back to visit someone else. Ultimately, she would jump into an affair and move on with this person. Now, it seemed like she had moved on to something better, but in actuality, she moved into something worse. This man was actually still married or was married himself with a family of his own. And he
he was highly toxic and extremely aggressive and extremely dangerous, as well as isolating her. He controlled her every move. She could not make a move without him knowing. He even controlled where she worked and made her go home to work instead of being able to go to the office to work, which she did. He was aware of everything she did, had cameras on her and kept a watchful eye on her, even threatened her life many times. There would be times where she did cry and come back to her ex-husband and try to cry to him and cry on his shoulder, but the damage was already done. She had made her decision and moved on to be with this toxic circumstance. And he's still married to someone else, and she's still in that relationship with him to this day. She had not learned her lesson. The moral of the story is very obvious. You will reap what you sow. How you treat people and what you put out there is always going to find its way back to you. No one is exempt from that. Be careful how you treat people. Life will guarantee give you back what you give out. I have talked to a few people from time to time about reaping what you sow. But some people think because they don't see other people's pain of going through reaping what they sow, that they don't believe that it happens. And I'm here to tell you, it happens. If you do wrong, I don't care to whoever, from the man of God to God himself, family or friends, you will get back what you put out there. And a lot of people keep thinking, I am having some bad luck. I just keep going through stuff and stuff don't never work for me. Have you ever thought something that you done did way back in the day that is coming to bite you back in your tail? That's called you reap what you sow. And you don't always get it exactly back the way you put it out. If you gossip about someone, somebody you least expect is gonna gossip about you. If you stole from someone, somebody you think that's close to you is gonna steal from you. Very careful what you put out in the atmosphere to other people. Even what you say about them. Oh, she fat. Oh, she done lost a lot of weight. She looks sick. Stop it. You will be held accountable for what comes out of your mouth. Lord knows I have been praying for God to tame my tongue. The older you get, you don't need no bad vibes. You don't need to reap anything bad. You want to reap what's good. Ask God to tame your tongue. It ain't no... See, y'all, we want to understand that we were never taught there's a consequence for everything we do in this world. Because somebody do us wrong, that gonna make us or break us. But you have the spirit of the most high, you pray for it. The, the, you pray for the feeling to go away and you pray for that you won't have no ill will or have any kind of bad feelings towards that person. And the thing is, we weep what we sow. If we going through bad things and we 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 and we and through them bad things, 
we doing bad things, what are you sowing? Are you going through some bad things and all you doing is humbling yourself and try to be the best part of yourself when you're going through your stuff, then what are you sowing? So we don't understand the way we sow. We all are planners in this world. Either you're going to plant good crops or either you're going to plant bad crops. Either you're going to plant healthy crops or you're going to grow wicked crops. We already know the earth is given to the hands of the wicked. So when things happen and making us feel a certain type of way or just a norm happen, making us feel a certain type of way. We got to always remember what goes around always comes around. And that's a life lesson. And if we don't know the life lesson now, you will know it later. But why are you going to get yourself beat down later? Because you're doing wicked, crafty counseling now. Because when the Most High judge you, when the Most High dealing with you, he going to deal with you on your vulnerable, heartache state. And you wandering around, I'm going to vibe for the Most High. Oh, I'm going through this. Because you're not spiritual or mature enough to know when things don't go right, things don't seem right, don't go out here doing wickedness eye for eye or whatever. Just sit back and pray for the Most High to humble you. And the Bible said that the Most High will get get your payback. Vengeance is mine, says the Most High. So you want the vengeance of the Most High to be on you? Or do you want the vengeance of the Most High to be on somebody who did you wrong? Study the Bible so I know it well. Yeah, can't let nobody make myself a cell. Can't even lie, yeah, I still struggle, but I know myself. I fear God, I told him I don't want to go to hell. Pray for the sermon, I'll be asking what's the gift in me. Must be this music, cause the world think I'm so sick with it. I switch my style, some people love it, some trying to get with it. I think what matters most is I'm living out what's God written. I make mistakes, but I embrace them, I'm still human. I escape from that place that made me feel ruined. So every day I still chase what I think I'm losing. And pray to God in the end that I don't look stupid. Why do I feel I'm unable, double-minded, I'm unstable? Wanna put all me on the table so God can make me an angel. Was living life like Cain, cause I was jealous of Abel. God told me, look up, child, I just wanna save you. I need to hear your voice in life so I could get through this. For you, I shoot for the stars every time and I don't miss. Every time I drop a hit, I still don't feel the bliss. And deep down, I know it's only cause I'm still living in sin. You transform my pen, they laughed at me, now I'm laughing with them. Transform my gifts so now I can't even rap with them. I need to use my talents cause the devil be distracting them.